Welcome to the Sports Reports. Today we have a very special guest, near and dear to my heart, Mr. Josh Hansen. Josh, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. My mom told me I was special as well. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. Your mom's no liar. I'll give her that. <laughs> well, I, I mentioned in one of our previous podcasts that we were going to have him on to talk about OU football, our specialty, and a little bit about Texas as well. Even though we despise their existence, we appreciate them headed to the SEC with us to make us maybe not look quite as bad. That's right. Hopefully. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Let's uh, let's hear your thoughts on this last year's regular season for OU. Going 10-2, and two, getting embarrassed in the bowl game in classic OU defensive fashion. What were your thoughts? You disappointed with the areas you liked and what would you dislike? It's hard to be disappointed with 10-2, and two, I think, in the second year. But it felt, it felt like they were a better team than how it came down. It felt like we shouldn't have lost to Kansas. It felt like we shouldn't have lost to Oklahoma State. And really, it's just... It's the embarrassment factor for that Oklahoma yeah. State game to the lose last the time last. Ugh, it sucks. Cute uh, bragging rights. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, anyways, uh, you know, and then the bowl game. It seemed like the momentum was on OU side, and a couple of fumbles and and things uh, turned the momentum, and they weren't able to keep up again. So, and I mean, it's just OU shouldn't lose to Arizona, no matter what. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know. So I felt like it was a it was an okay season. Uh, I was pretty happy with it. Uh, I think I summarized it by saying it was a roller coaster season. We yeah, high, uh, I have low expectations going into the season. Right. Then it was like three and zero, four and zero, five and zero. Then we beat Texas, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe. Yep. Maybe there's some hope there. And then to just to lose in the sloppy, wet, rain, rainy game at Kansas. Okay, I was disappointed. <laughs> then losing to Oklahoma State, it was just a heartbreaker. And we go back to the Drake Stoops non-pass interference call and. Excuses, excuses. Should have been up the position, whatever. But yeah, to go ten and two, it's hard to complain, especially after a six and seven season. You know, the other thing too was that after that Texas game, like there was a lot of hype, and yep. um, but then uh, it seemed like every game after that, like it was squeaking by, squeaking by. <laughs> the defense again shows signs of being serviceable. Yeah, shows serviceable. signs of flashes of being good, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then yeah, it just you give up forty five to TCU. Yeah. You give up a lot of points. It looked like they bounced back against Iowa State, fifty nine twenty, whatever That's it was. True. It was yeah. a nice game. That was a good game. But you th- you take those you take those games out. Um, you're losing in 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 Stillwater. I think they lost twenty seven twenty four. You feel good about giving up in the twenties? Yeah, Stillwater. exactly. You don't feel you bad. Yeah. So I don't know. It was up and down season. Uh, I definitely think the first half of the season the defense was better. Almost a tease. I was yeah. like, okay, here we finally made it. Year two under BV's defense, mm-hmm. you feel good about it. We've heard that just give him some time, get his system integrated, and it just kind of pulled the rug out from under in the second half of the season. Yeah, and I mean, every team can whine about injuries, but, yeah. you know, we definitely, with Danny Stutzman getting injured and then... McCullough was out McCullough, a few games. Yeah, McCullough and then losing the guy that was supposed to play Cheetah. Yes, earlier Harrington. season, Harrington, yes. Uh, you know, Gentry Williams, Gentry lost Williams a yeah. yeah, a lot of those guys on the defense. It was pretty, it was pretty tough to keep the whole team together. Which I mean, is every team in, in different times. But uh, anyways, no, I'm with you. I, I think that the the defense really showed some signs of life, and I I think that's why I, I buy the. I'm smoking a little of the hopium for next year, <laughs> <laughs> at least defensively. Uh, even though it's the competition level is going to be way up, <laughs> way up. Way up. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned in one of my podcasts, what would you rather? I mean, you're going from Iowa State, Ames, Iowa, playing Iowa State, Morgantown, West Virginia, to 
at Alabama, at Georgia, in Death Valley. There's some really big, some really good. Which, as a fan, that's I understand. It's what you want. You yes. want the you want the best with the coolest venues, the most tradition. But my gosh, the, <laughs> the middle tier of SEC is just another level compared to the middle tier of the of the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's not Texas Tech and TCU. Oh, you know. thankfully, we do get. Uh... We do get Tennessee and Alabama at home. Yeah. Uh, at LSU, at Ole Miss. Yes. <laughs> yeah. at, Ole, at Ole Miss, that's going to be tough. At Auburn, I think, is our first official like away SEC game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, heard, I've, heard it's a, I've heard just from other people that, I, that I've talked to that it's a great home venue. It's kind of it's kind of gives you a taste of what to expect in the SEC. Yeah. It's not the worst, but it's definitely not, yeah. it's definitely not the best place to play if you're an right. away team. All right, well. Let's just jump right into what are your feelings on Jeff Levy leaving? (laughs) (laughs) We we, we had this conversation last night, and both of us were just great. I mean, I don't feel bad about it. It It's easy to appreciate what you have once he's gone, so maybe we'll come to regret these words. That's true. Yeah. Don't let the door hit you in the rear end. I'm okay with it. I understand. As a casual fan, it's easy to correct things, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback, whatever you want to call it. But Man, I'm I'm excited. I know the the stats were the thing that everybody the pro levy levy side would say. Well, look at his stats. He had really good stats, mm-hmm. and he was the top ten offense. Yeah, both, this both last year, years. Yeah. But it just never felt that way. Never felt consistent. It, it never felt consistent. Never felt like they could give you the points when you needed it. Yeah. And I say never. They did several times. Come back at the game. end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and so I you know if levy had stayed, I'd have been fine with it. But at the same time, it felt like his play calling was weird. It felt like yeah. we weren't utilizing the offensive linemen and, and running backs yeah. the way we needed to. And I don't. It was. It was his, the play calling was so strange. And I, I don't know. It felt it, to me. We had talked about this last night. To me, it seemed really um, uncreative. Yeah. I don't think that's a word. But, Very vanilla. But yeah, exactly. I remember, we, remember the first year we were playing. I think it was Kent State. Kent yeah. State was running all these cool plays, just tricking us left and right. And I thought, man, that is awesome. And then just watch us just run left, run right, yeah. run up the middle, run left, run right, deep shot, yeah. overthrow. God yeah. dang it, come on! I think that was a game that was like 3 to nothing, 7-3 yes. at halftime. It was something crazy. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, when you have 20 times the stars in right. athletes, you know, you just should... You just got to take advantage of it. So, anyways, I'm with you. I think um, I, I appreciate what Levy did. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate the offense that we had this last year, but um, I'm I'm happy to see something new come in. I agree, and I said Mississippi State fans enjoy going six and six and seven and five. Oh. It is going to be a blast wow. for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I don't think he's a good recruiter. Obviously, he knows how to recruit. No doubt. Um, he's he comes with some baggage. Obviously, he comes with some baggage for mm-hmm. sure, but he's a good recruiter, and players rave about him. Jackson Arnold just couldn't say enough good things about him. Same, same with Dylan Gabriel. So I, yeah, maybe you know, it's easy to kind of point out people's flaws when you're yeah. not actually his player. But man, I'm okay with it. <laughs> and, that, and that leads us to our next question. I don't know a whole lot about Seth Luttrell. I know he was a fullback for OU. I know he's a head coach at North Texas. From what I've from what I've heard, he's an air raid offensive mind. I don't really know what to expect from him. It, I mean, it can't be can't be any worse with play calling. I mean, I would assume with an air raid <laughs> with an air raid pat with an air raid scheme, you're going to get a lot of short to mid passes and a lot of spread you out and run too. I would yeah. think so. I'm excited. Are you excited to see yeah, something? Totally. I mean, that was always my favorite offense. That 2000, like that 2008 offense with Sam Bradford, yeah. where 
they could just go right down the field, boom, hit, hitting, hitting left down. and right. That's right, yes. Uh, and the, the, with the talent we have at wide receiver and a little bit of unproven talent at quarterback, um, yeah. I, I think yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for quick passes and, and using those guys. And, and then, you know, you have guys with speed enough that once you've done a few dink and dunks. Yeah, uh, stretch got, the field. That's right, totally. And so, no, I'm, re- I'm really excited. And I think as long as he runs the ball enough um, – that that it, it's going to be great. The other thing is our running backs. We talked about this too. Our running backs are pretty untested. So, yeah. Can uh, I ask? We last year was so confusing with the running backs specifically because you yeah. had two studs in Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuck, and you just didn't see. You certainly didn't see Javante Barnes. You saw mm-hmm. Gavin Sawchuck in the last half dozen games, five games last year. But is it uh, is it Caleb Hicks? Is that his name? Uh huh. Caleb yeah. Hicks. We didn't really see him all well. Last no, year. and he, everybody said that he Ranked was really about. good in practice. Yeah, yeah. and. Well, and then you saw, of course, Tawee so much. Yeah. And I mean, I appreciate what Tawee was and what he yeah. did, but then you would see somebody else the next game and then somebody else the next game and then yeah. back to t- – it was – that was strange. There's not a lot of consistency. And come to find out, I understand Javante Barnes had an injury. It probably yeah, more yeah. serious than what they initially thought. But I will say, all that being said, I'm excited to see Taylor Tatum. I'd like to see the duo of Taylor Tatum and Gavin Sawchuk, honestly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Those two. Yeah. I hope, I hope they uh, – I hope they get on the field. I hope, I hope <laughs> let's just make it out of spring practice yes. somewhat injury free and uh-huh. see how that goes. And you mentioned wide receivers too. Last year it was basically Drake Stoops. <laughs> After Andrew Anthony goes down, yeah. I think it was the Texas game. After Andrew Anthony went down, it was basically Drake Stoops and one of the other receivers having the game of his life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that was Nick Anderson. He had a really nice start. Uh, and also Jaden Gibson, yep. Jaleel Farouk. So who do you see? Stepping up this year now, Drake Stoops has gone. Safety net's kind of gone. Yeah, I hope Andrew Anthony stays healthy. He can really stretch the field. So can you mentioned a guy last night, Brennan Thompson. Yeah, some speedsters. But I like to see Jaleel Farouk and Jaden Gibson step up a little more. Who who do you see stepping up? Yeah, I'm with you. I would love to see Farouk get in that kind of slot position that uh, that Stoops was in. And of course, Gavin Freeman. They raved about him last year, yeah. and then he really didn't play that much. So who knows what happened there? But if he's the player that they all said he was, I mean. I'd love to see him and get another shot in that slot and take over. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think I think Farouk will be you – know, you just can't keep the ball out of his hands. Right. He's so good with the ball in his hands. He can keep him out of his hands. He can pop, <laughs> he can pop the ball up. <laughs> yes. Somebody give him a cough drop that isn't coughing up. Anyways, uh, no, uh, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that he has beat himself up in the offseason for that, but um, for the bowl game. But, the, uh, you know, they got Deion Burks as well from uh, Purdue, and everybody raves about how good he is, fast and nimble as well. So, uh, I mean, it's to me, it's going to be hard for them to decide who gets on the field. And yeah. just, they'll just have to go with the hot hand and whoever's doing great in practice and, and all that. But I, they've got a, a bunch of guys to choose from. Jaden Gibson and Anderson, so tall, both yeah. make great competitive catches. Yeah. And I don't know, Jackson Arnold, I think that he's good enough. He can put the ball where only they can get it. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're going to be great options. And then you've got those burner guys. Uh, to me, they're just stacked. That's probably the deepest position. Group, I, would think. I totally agree. Uh, and then unfortunately... The offensive line is going to be – that's the yeah. struggle. Uh, that's going to be the weakness. And to me, that's where – that is where the, the short passing game might be uh, a huge benefit yeah. to Oklahoma because I don't know if they're going to have time to develop long plays. Yeah, it's going to have to be three <laughs> seconds or less. Get out of your yeah, I totally agree. Uh, I know they have some transfers, and they got Eddie Pierre-Louis 
Uh, coming in as a freshman, he's supposed to be good. But I mean, a freshman offensive lineman, you just, it's not great. Going into the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Not great to rely on a freshman your first year. So I don't know. It's, that's going to be interesting. That also affects running the ball. So I, I, you know, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess our offense is a kind of a 24 to 27 point a game. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're in the 30s for, for a good game, but yeah. you know, I think that we're going to have to rely on the defense to keep us keep us in games. Uh, well, glad, Josh, I'm glad you brought that up because you know what we haven't talked about is the defensive side of the ball. <laughs> OU fans just like to kind of not acknowledge defense for the most part. Right. Like, well, we'll, well, we bend, but we don't break. No, we break a lot too, to be honest with you. We got to start playing, paying our players more or something. <laughs> because outside of outside of Danny Stutzman, Jaron Canick shows flashes of being good, but flashes, not consistent. And Desama Cola, I thought he was really good when he was yeah. on the field. He, I feel like he missed several games with a leg injury. I don't remember what it was, but he missed some. He missed some time. The dude's freakishly athletic, and he's so tall too. He can bat down passes. So, but outside of those, well, you got. We talked about Kip Lewis. Kip to me. Lewis, yeah. I mean, he's the guy that I expect him to start over Canick. What about Kevin right. McKenzie? Well, he did great too. He, he did to me, great. the linebacker core is good, and and outside of Danny, everybody else is I think sophomores and juniors. Mm-hmm. So that's it's a great group. Then you've got uh, then you've got some of those guys in the background. Um, Two, I mean, I, I can't even name them. The guys coming in, James Nesta, Michael Boganowski. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm probably missing one, too. And yeah, and there's the kid from Muskogee uh, that got hurt last year, and, and I think a, another uh, white guy out of the Northeast. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. I don't yeah, know his name. No, I don't either. But I do feel like that's one of their deepest their They've deepest got positions. some real talent there. Uh, not a whole lot of experience, maybe, but, but I appreciate that um, – Kip Lewis got in quite a bit towards the end of last year, yeah. and everybody talked about his his excellent play. And it's funny, he's a smaller guy, but man, he made some great plays, uh, even in the Texas game, and um, and then uh, even in the bowl game, he he really made some nice plays. So, I think I think it's going to be uh, Stutzman and, and Kip Lewis starting mm-hmm. at linebacker, like you said, maybe Desan. Well, if I well Desan is going to be Cheetah probably, unless yeah. Dylan Herring or. Justin Harrington gets his uh, eligibility. Yeah, and I don't, has that been decided yet? I haven't heard. I heard yeah, it's still I there. I, I, I would be like his ninth year of eligibility. <laughs> I think it'd be so six many. or seven. Yes, it's a lot. So no, I think linebacker. I, to me, it's pretty solid. Um, I was a little disappointed in him last year because it to me, I kind of felt this way last year. Felt like ah, you Canick and Stutzman, and yeah. you have you had Kip Lewis and Kobe McKenzie already there, and yeah. I was really expecting a little bit more from them. But obviously, like they came a long way from the yeah. first year. So you know, if they improve as much this year as they did last year, it's 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 going to be good. Like it's, you said, the talent in the SEC is going to be right, different. So right. they're bigger, faster, stronger than the SEC. And yeah, yeah last year it was pretty inexperienced. I kind of foresee being Danny Stutzman, Kip Lewis, and right behind them, I, I guess Kobe McKenzie and Jared Cannon. Yeah, we'll, for we'll sure. See. I think so. And then you have your incoming freshman, unless one of them just shines or a ton of injury, I really don't think they're going to see a whole lot. That's the best case scenario. Yeah. So out of the position groups, out of the defensive line, the linebackers, and the and the DBs, let's go to the DBs because I I I'm lost in the DBs. Okay. I, ju- I just am. I don't know who all's who all is transferred, who all is still here. I was really happy at times when Gentry Williams was on the field. Loved his play. 
Like yeah, Kimar, like he Kimar. was was there. Love, yeah, they, we yeah. had some good DBs. And so, obviously, we're not even mentioning Billy Bowman. He, him coming back is a big deal, too. It's such a big deal. I feel like I'd like to see Peyton Bowen take a big step forward. Um, I think he's got the talent. Yep. He's, not a big, he's not a big guy. He's not huge, but, man, he just makes plays. He's he just around plays. the ball, and you just love that, man. Right. And, and to be a, to play so much as a freshman, you just got to think, he, yeah, unless he has a sophomore slump or right. something, like I expect big things from Peyton Bowen. I, I mean, to me, to me, him and him and Bowman and Bowen right. are your safeties. Wow, that's not going to be yeah, confusing. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> and does it, is Woody Washington coming back too? I thought he was not. Okay. I don't know that though. I I don't think he's coming back. I think he did he run out of eligibility? Maybe. He might have ran out of eligibility. I thought or he may have transferred. I'll look that up. But wow. I don't think it's Woody Washington coming back. I think so. Who do you see stepping in that corner? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, like, I I know we have some studs there though. because um, I was looking at the roster right now, trying to remember all the names that we had from last year. And who year. all is still remaining? Who all is still with our team are not transferred out. Robert Spears Jennings, you got him That's as a right. DB. Yeah. Of course, Justin Harrington, uh, Woody Washington. Woody Washington Ma- is on the roster. He okay. is for now. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, Makari Vickers. Okay. Yeah, he was Vickers. a big time recruit. Yeah, and he was. But he got hurt last year, so I don't think he he didn't get to play so much his freshman year. Okay. Um, yeah, but he's he's gonna be great, I think. Of course, Gentry Gentry will start and. Um, I highly might doubt. Have to, might have to cut out some stuff here, but. <laughs> I highly doubt Eli Bowen he sees the field. Yeah, I doubt it too. I think, I think our version of Peyton Eli won't see the field a whole lot <laughs> unless it's some, some garbage time. And then. Oh, Kendall Dolby. Oh, I forgot Kendall Dolby yeah, existed. I he, I he, he, played, he played well. Yeah, he did. Was he a transfer? Uh, he was, yeah. He came in from uh, Mont up north, I thought. Yeah. Or maybe he's a Juco. Maybe he's a Juco guy. Kendall Dolby. That's what I kind of yeah, remember. I think, I think that's what it was. Jacoby Johnson is another one. He was a big time recruit from Oklahoma, okay. and uh, I don't know if he got hurt, but I think I think people really thought he might play as a freshman last year. But there was just so many DBs. Yeah, they're pretty deep. Uh, DBs, but so. I think Jacoby Johnson can make a uh, can make a step up. I mean, they've got a lot to choose from. Well, that's it's tough to decide whether who, who's deeper, the linebackers or the DBs. I I I would argue the linebackers are just because there's a little more. Experience a little more experience there than what's coming in. True, the yeah, I agree. The experience, Josiah Wagner is the other name. Josiah Wagner, uh-huh. that's right. That's the big, other big time guy, yeah. yeah. So, and I, he might be in the one that got hurt last year that they were expect. Really, ever, a lot of people expected to play. They, uh, he coming out of spring, Josiah Wagner was a name that was being thrown out a lot. A four star. Mm-hmm. And all right, let's move to the D line. I'm excited, obviously, to see David Stone. <laughs> For sure. And that's about it. No, no, that's not <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. I'm excited to see, I want to see Adabarare Adab- uh, develop a little bit. For sure. How, how's that? <laughs> Adabarare, and you just, you just run right through it. Okay. Uh, Adabarare. Yeah. 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 Close. Like he showed some glimpses mm-hmm. and was just like a fingertip away from <laughs> a few more sacks. He had some nice plays in the Texas game. And I feel like maybe it was the Kansas game. He got a half, and he was in on a sack. Yeah. But I'd like to see him develop a little more. I was disappointed in him. To be honest, I was too. He flashed so hard at the beginning of the year, and and then it was like halfway through, it just went away. You just didn't hear his name anymore. I'd like to see him develop a little more. Yeah. I just see him and David Stone, I think, can make a really nice duo. For sure. And And then then Jaden Jackson's another nice freshman that uh, he was a big time time recruit. but we have those two DTs coming back. Right. 
That I'm sure they'll be the starters. I would assume, but man, I would I would hope that either these incoming freshmen either pushing to be their best, definitely, or just waiting for them to slip up because I think I think the talent there coming in is 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 obvious. But yep. I mean, they got to develop for sure. Yeah. But then there's that Ar- Armisa Thomas. Thomas. They've been talking about him for a couple of years now. Yeah. I know the injury bug has been on him, but uh, yeah, he's gonna uh, he's gonna be good too. And. Then they have a uh, Ford coming back again. They do. Trace Ford's coming back. He's coming back. I didn't know. That. I don't it's know nice how. To me. Yeah, he's he must like be working on his doctorate now. Twenty-seven-year-old <laughs> there on the field playing football with some kids. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, good for him. I I don't have anything bad to say about Trace Ford. That was it. Took some nerve to transfer from OSU. OSU, but I just, I mean, he had a few good plays. He had a yeah. couple. Of, he had a couple of sacks. Uh, he was no Rondell Bothroyd, but I, th- I think. <laughs> I think I don't think Rondell Bothwood was any Rondell. No, I would agree. <laughs> I was pretty high on him coming in. Yeah, just, yeah. And you know, we haven't talked about Ethan Downs. We haven't talked a word about Ethan Downs, and he was one of, if not the first one, to say he's coming back. Yeah, I, I like his story. I think he's right. a good quality individual. You're never going to turn down quality depth at that position. That's right, exactly. I don't know that's necessarily a game changer either way. No, uh, that's how it feels. But I, you know, quality person, maybe good for the locker room. Yeah, and I mean, I will never forget watching him stand over Quinn Ewers after he took him down in that's the right. Texas game. Yeah. <laughs> Yelling in his face. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's one of the best pictures yeah. I've ever seen from a Texas game. <laughs> it was this generation. It was like this generation's boss moment. <laughs> it was yeah. so good. But yeah, I mean, to me, he's just not consistent enough getting to the quarterback. So we'll see. I mean, I hope, I hope he has a great final year. Yeah. Um, he's big and Tough, so you know. He could work him way, if he had a really dynamite year, he could work his way up in the game drafting later. Sure, I can see that. He's got the body for it. Mm-hmm. He just hadn't shown, hadn't put it all together yet. Right. Let's do some rapid fire questions. Who needs? Name me one player on the offensive side who needs to step up. Who needs to step up on the offense? Golly, uh, I mean, it's hard to decide. Want to me the whole of- offensive line needs to step up. You know, maybe you'd say the center, yeah. if anything, uh, which yeah. I don't think it's going to be. B- I thought it was going to be Bates, but then everybody else is saying it's somebody. Um, the guy from Washington. Yeah, the yeah. transfer. Yeah. So um, you know, may- I think that's a big position. You know, we need Jackson Arnold to step up. Yeah, we need him to be good. We need him to not throw three picks. Yeah. You know, in his first game that's or whatever, true. like. We need him to step up in a bad way. And then, you know, I think to me, Gavin Sawchuk hat did step up in his, in the last, he, I know he wasn't like explosive, yeah. but those last, uh, the last half of the season, he really, I mean, he had a lot of a hundred yard games yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then even in the bowl game. So, you know, to him and if him and another running back really take a step forward, then that's going to be a big deal. So I, I don't know. That was like, that was a so real cop out answer there. So I would have also. What do you say? Come on. What do you say? I would, say, I would have said Jaden Gibson or uh, Javante Barnes you need to step up and be the, the playmaker. Um, yeah. Not they had bad years last year. Javante Barnes didn't have a year last year, so yeah. uh, I understand it's injury. If it wasn't injury, that's know. it. I, I think it really was. It just I, came down to injury. Same for Gavin Sawchuk at the beginning of yeah. the year. Apparently, his hamstring injury just he couldn't get out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like to see. I like to see Jaden Gibson. Um, and Javante Barnes step up. Well, and Jaden Gibson's a neat case because, like, his freshman year was bad. It was bad. He it had was worst bad. hands. Just ah, everything. And, but then some of the catches he made last year was just really insane good. to fingertip catches. The BYU so. game, he had a couple of just yes. amazing catches. Yeah, Tulsa, I agree. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think 
he could take a step up, he'd be he'd be big time. Yeah, yeah, he's no got doubt. the body for it. Bro. Oh man! All right, and uh, let me ask you this, and we can dive into it a little bit. Who's who's in better shape going into the SEC, OU or Texas overall? I, mean, I think this is pretty obvious, and I hate, I hate it. I know, I know. You have to say it's Texas uh, because they've just recruited so darn well. Yeah. Plus, they were in the playoff last year. Yeah. Uh, they won the Big 12 the last year, so. If they didn't beat us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they are. I think the most glaring issue is the line, both sides of the line. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I, I won't ever forget seeing the first series, the, the OU-Texas game this last year, and thinking, oh, my gosh. Like, if I was an OU offensive lineman, well, I, you're intimidated immediately. You'd never admit to them, but you're so intimidated. It, it was a solid 50 to 60 pounds in every line. It is what it looked like. They are yeah. so much bigger in the trenches than we are. Yeah. I feel like absolutely oh, Texas is, is more prepared personnel-wise than OU going yeah, into the I, SEC. I, yeah, I know. You're totally right. Uh, now, OU's, I felt like OU's offensive line held up really well. They did. Against the Texas defensive line, but we don't have any of those guys. Right, literally all gone. Yeah. Yeah, so, Making more money somewhere else. Uh, yeah, no, I think Texas lost a lot of their guys too. I don't know about their offensive line, but I think they lost several of those big-time defensive guys. So, uh, But they've, like I said, they've recruited really well. They're getting Ewers back, I think. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like they're back. getting Ewers back. They'll just pay Arch Manning a lot of money to sit and – uh, <laughs> just be a manning, just draw that's, attention. That's right. Yes, keep you keep doing commercials, please. And uh, yeah, invite your parents and your uncle down. That's right. <laughs> your uncles will come down and sit in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we get one of those uh, Manning and Manning uh, <laughs> to do a Texas can game? Get a Manning cast for us. That's right. All right. Well, do you have the win totals of the SEC up? We can look at. And if not, we can, yep. we can pull it up. Mm-hmm. We'll start with OU. All right. So. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook has the over-under at seven and a half oh wins for Oklahoma. And to me, God, that is right on. Like, I don't know how I don't know how you – they did it perfectly because I could totally see them winning eight, maybe I, even nine. I think I said seven to five or eight and four. Yeah. So seven and a half, that's really accurate. That's really accurate. I'll take on that one. I'll take the under. I'll go seven and five. I don't have – I'm a little bit pessimistic with OU. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I could be with you. So – I mean, if we go through the schedule super fast, so there's Temple versus Temple and Norman win. (laughs) Houston should win that game. Tulane, I mean, should, but (laughs) to me, that's not just a gimme. Uh, All right, game number four is versus Tennessee in Norman. I think Tennessee's still rebuilding. I'm going to say four and Yeah, we could. I think we could win that. All right, the next one's at Auburn. Auburn, to me, has crumbled. Like, if you play a good game... You should be if you're at you your best, That's and right. they're at their best. You, I think OU wins that one. If Jackson Arnold has not had his leg broken, right? By right. That time. I'll say you know what? Let's go crazy. Go five and zero. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then we have our uh, open date, and then it's Texas in it's Dallas. Five more, in my opinion. I think we lose that <laughs> yeah, one. All right. I think that's a revenge game. Yeah. Ver- okay. Then it's uh, South Carolina and Norman. That's six and one. Should oh, be I a win. One. All right, Old Miss at Old Miss six and two. Yeah, okay. So then versus versus Big Maine in all right, all right, seven so, two. We got right. quick at Missouri. That'll Man. be an interesting game. I could see I'm going either way. Me I too. Really good. I'm gonna say we'll lose though. I'll say seven and three. Okay, so you're at seven and three, and we still got Alabama, LSU, right? Alabama yeah. and LSU. Yeah, there's okay. The... So it's versus Alabama in Norman. I know. Knee-jerk reaction is a loss to me. Uh, if you break it down, yes, maybe. I mean, I, 
I could see it. I could see OU. I'd say uh, 33% chance they win that game right I now. think it, it, it all is going to come down to are we healthy? Yeah. And how's like did our offensive line come together uh, at all? Like yeah. so those two things. If Jackson Arnold's healthy, most of our got you know most of our defenders if they're healthy, I think we'll be able to beat Alabama next year in, in Norman. I think they're losing a lot of guys. It's new schemes, you know, all of that. Yeah, so I think coach. we definitely have a chance there. At LSU's the last game. That's tough. That's yeah, a, that's, I've heard that's the toughest place to play in the in college football. All right, so that we would be eight and eight and four. Yeah, so okay, that's a good. That's a good win total they put up. That's, yeah, I can see it going either way. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, I mean, my pessimistic side maybe says you're right. This the under is probably is probably the safer bet there. What's 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 Texas win total? All right, let's check them out. Texas. Yeah. Ten. Whoa! Over under ten and a half. Ten and a half. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's pretty high. They're high on Texas. They really so are. So ten and two, eleven and one, somewhere in there. I don't know. I'm gonna say the under on that too. I'm gonna say I ten and think two. So too. Let's look at their. Let's look at their uh, schedule here in 2024. And the dead air is great for. Oh, cut podcast. that out easy. Okay. <laughs> easy to cut out. All right. So they're. Uh, they start out. Uh, versus Colorado State when, okay. man, second game is at Michigan. Yeah, I think that's a loss. Yeah. I think they're one and one at that point. That's tough. UTSA win. So that's uh, so two, and one. two and one. ULM, three and three one. one. Mississippi State, four and one. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma, you already five gave them the win, uh, yeah. five, and one. five and one. Wow. Okay. Versus Georgia. I think they're five and Austin. two. In Austin, yeah, uh-huh. I still say five. I two. think Georgia. I think Georgia wins out. They do have a new quarterback next. Year. No, he's coming back. He's coming back. Is he uh, Carson Beck? Yeah, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. So, he, so they five. I think they'll be five and two at that point. Yeah. Okay. So wins. that's five and two. Vanderbilt five six and two. <laughs> Florida seven and two. Yeah. Arkansas eight and two. Kentucky nine and two. Texas A and M. Man, that's tough. That's I'm gonna say at te- College Station. I'm gonna say Texas wins ten and two. Okay, so I think, I think they go ten two. All right, see, but even then, that's like tough. that's a that's a lot of wins, and they're yeah. still under. <laughs> they'd still yeah, be under at that point. I don't see them going over ten and ten and a half. I don't either. No way. I'll I don't say see I'll say going. under on that one. Yeah. I, well, I guess then they'd have to go play a bowl game. Is that where you get the eleven? Wins? I thought I thought this is regular season. This is like, it probably is. okay. Yeah, that is regular season win totals. Okay. So you're right. I yeah. no, I, I would take the under. So let's let's just look quickly. We don't have to go through all the games. Yeah, Alabama yeah. and Georgia. Let's see what theirs are. All right. Their win totals? Yeah. All right. Alabama, nine and a half. I like the over on that. Really? I think, I, think, I'm, I don't know much about Kalen DeBoer. Yeah. Other than what of this last year mainly. I think he's a really good coach and a really good leader of men. I think I think they go I think they go over. That That's, would just be so impressive. Be worth, if he could yeah. if he could take a a team like that. They lost some big time talent. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're getting including their coaches. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Coaches. Yeah. Do they do they have new coordinators as well? I don't know. I know Jay Nunez left OU for for Alabama, so there's a big big miss for OU. <laughs> <laughs> our, our our mediocre special teams coordinator. Uh, what are you gonna do? I assume he's doing special teams there too. Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's what his background's in the last three or four years. I don't know. I don't know what the the major changes. I I did hear he took one of his coordinators from Washington. Oh, I don't okay. know if it was his DC or OC, but. I, I don't know. There's a lot of moving parts there, too, for sure. Right. I, to get 10 wins in your first season, even with Alabama, yeah. like you're still facing the SEC. It's still and, a hard schedule. And God, yeah. even Nick Saban had a hard time doing yeah. it this last year. So yeah. 
Uh, I I would tend to do the under, even if it's nine wins. Uh, I'll go I'll go over on that one. Okay. So wicked. Do you want to actually look at their schedule? You can. You can bring it up. I wonder if it's not. Maybe it's maybe it's not that hard. Slow internet. I I I will say this. I think they go. If they go over. I'll go crazy here without seeing their schedule. I'll say Georgia goes under. I think this is the year that Georgia starts. They missed oh. the playoffs last year. I don't think it fall apart, but I could see them. I could see them going ten and two this year, getting two losses this year. Speaking of, I could not imagine being a Georgia fan. Yeah. How pissed yeah. you would be. You beat everybody on your schedule. Yeah. Lost by a field goal. Three yeah. points. Holy Almost cow. as mad as those Florida State fans. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Florida State fans, you get it. Like you understand why. No one right. wants to see your fifth string quarterback. <laughs> and then they lost to Georgia 63, 66, nothing. It was 66 and nothing, I think. That's oh really? A, yeah, Georgia throttled them. And it could have been 106 to nothing. They really let their foot off the gas in the second half. They didn't get any points. Yeah. Huh? I didn't even watch it. It was either 42 or 49 to nothing at halftime. It, was, it wasn't even that close. Whoa. So yeah, if I'm a Georgia fan, there was no good answer for the college football playoff last year. No, no, no. It was, it was a terrible that. decision. But man, I would I was so mad as a Georgia fan. All right, so let's go through Alabama's schedule. Western Kentucky win. USF win. Wisconsin, I'll say win. I'll say win, yeah. Yeah, Georgia... I think loss, but you could say win. Is it where? Where's it at? Well, it's at Tuscaloosa. So Ooh, I like that. One. I like I like Alabama. Though. Yeah, okay, all four right. No. So you're four now. Vandy win. South Carolina win. Tennessee. That's tough, but that'd be seven and zero. Tennessee's right at Knoxville. Ooh, that's a tough place to play. Unless yeah, and I don't. I I don't, like I said. I don't know about their team next year. Tennessee may still be kind of rebuilding. So that'd be eight zero if they won that one. Yeah, I'll say eight zero. Missouri uh, oh. at home. I don't know. Are they going to go undefeated? <laughs> <laughs> LSU in Baton Rouge. I'll They'll take LSU one. now. Yeah. I'm saying nine and one. And then they got Mercer at home. In Auburn. Oh, the at Oklahoma. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm gonna say Alabama wins that one. So is that ten and one at that point? And I mean, Auburn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're they're over by that point. So yeah. so you and then versus Auburn, of course. I don't believe we're it's, Alabama. All right. I guess so. You are. Roll tiding there, so. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to look at George? Okay, let's just see. George's win totals, they're saying 10.5. Dang. I know. That's a high total. Yeah, okay. I, I think they'll go under. I do. I think they're, they're going to go 10 to this year. All right. So you believe, you believe in brand new coaching Alabama transfer portal out and in. <laughs> Yeah. More than Georgia with a star quarterback coming back for his second year. I think Carson Beck was overrated. Really? Time. I think he had good, pretty good stats. I saw two of his games and I didn't. I thought you was, weren't impressed. I though. thought he was very vanilla okay. at the best. Yeah, I'm gonna say they lose to Alabama and they also lose to someone unexpected. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe Texas. I already said Texas would lose. I, I still think oh, they will. Yeah. I, I see. I think. I think Georgia pulls an OU and loses to someone unexpected. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so that's win totals. Either way, I think OU back to we'll, we'll wrap it up with this. I think OU goes seven and five. I think Texas goes <laughs> yeah, like nine and three, ten and two. But you know what? You do what you gotta do for a bigger paycheck. <laughs> so that expect to get, I think OU fans in the next three to five years should expect some seven and five. And on the on the bright side, nine and three years. 
In my oh, opinion. Man. We'll be really we'll be really good at softball. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. No. That's that's my personal opinion. That hurts so much. I, I would agree with you on that. But anyway, Josh, thanks for joining us. It was fun to hear your perspective on this and not just mine. And it's good times. Boomer Sooner. Mm-hmm.